staff to start Off to a great start. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Kraken Crime. I'm your host, Jamie Tilson. I'm your co-host, Seth Tilson. And I'm the bonus guy, Jacob Estel Tilson. Co-co-host. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our porno intro. <laughs> Seth loves it. I want to change it, but then he's like, no, oh, no. And I'm like, all right, well, it, I, I already know for a fact that it caught the, hello, we have to start the podcast like this. As as you just press the button, so. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, it's, we're off to a great start. We're off to a great start. Man, it's been a little while that we've been putting some stuff out so we're trying to throw some stuff together and have some fun so we got some new episodes coming back stop fiddling with that thing we can all hear it edit that too (laughs) (laughs) is everything good over there now? yeah it was a little wobbly i just want to make sure i tightened it okay maybe you should have done that before we started lots of editing lots of it (laughs) so it's been a little while since we've been putting some stuff out Glad to be coming back with some fresh new content. First episode in a while. Feels good to be back. It does feel good to be back. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Feels good to do anything. All I think of is awesome powers. Yes, preparation H does feel good on the whole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, if you're just joining us or you're just tuning in, welcome. We appreciate you guys finding our podcast. Make sure that you're going and you're liking the, the episodes. Give us five stars. Leave us a comment of some kind. It helps the algorithms. We don't understand it, but it does definitely help out. So make sure you're doing that for us. That helps us huge. Um, go check us out, everything on our, our social medias. Everywhere that you got social media, everything's at Crack and Crime. So we got the Facebook. We got the X. We got uh, Instagram. The Gram. We've been posting pictures of Let's Seth. Let's stick to calling it the Twitter. MySpace. The Twitter? Can't do that. The Twitter, I guess accurate. you call it. What, what's not accurate about MySpace? It's not Twitter or Twitter anymore. It's X. It is it's not X. not accurate. You can't call it Twitter. Yeah. 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 So we can call it Twitter all you want, but for some reason a billionaire bought it and decided to change the name. And we're still all there. But it is what it is. Stop messing with it. You stop uh, doing what you're doing over there. <laughs> That's why I have this right here. People can't see that at home, but uh, yeah. So stop. People can't see hey. what I'm doing at home either. Only you can. <laughs> well, I can describe it. It'll take an hour, though. Probably be weird because it's a ball, and I'm gently caressing it. <laughs> well, that was definitely awkward. Only, <laughs> only Seth could turn something as normal. Only Seth. <laughs> Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> Who else but Seth? Oh, it's Seth. Seth. You never really know him. Oh, I have to. Moving on. Moving on. No, I think it's good. No, Jacob was killing it. That's yeah, awesome. That's fine. But we... Everything, all of our social medias, everything. Also, you want to check out our website. It's tilsoncustoms.com. Um, that has all of our. Um, podcast stuff all over it. Oh, so, so what do you think we're doing today? Probably a freestyle on a state, I'd guess Kansas. Oh my goodness. He's getting better. He's getting better. Yeah. I don't even know how he put that together. Nothing to do with the TV behind you at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Kansas 
the state crime. Nice. Right. Are Very we gonna good. count? Are we just we cutting Kansas City down the middle? What's that? Are we cutting Kansas City down yes. the middle? Yes. Or are we gonna go ahead and count Missouri while we're at it? You know what? We're not doing much with Kansas City. I feel like that's yeah. in and of itself. I mean, I guess we could talk a little bit about Kansas City or the. Is it just the home of Taylor Swift now? Isn't no, that what? Probably. Yeah. Is that so? Is that on the Missouri would, side or is that on the Kansas I side? I would presume Travis would stay at her house. I bet it's bigger. <laughs> probably is you know i've never seen like in the history of the sport that somebody just attends a game and now they've got a whole like they've got taylor swift kansas city chief shirts you know like it's just unreal well simone biles is dating a green bay packer i don't know who that is she's a eight-time olympic gymnast it's like eight medals really i think i'll have to definitely check that out yep she was in a, a magazine it was a popular one. <laughs> I just can't remember what it was right now. Well, you yeah. know what? Go look at all of them. Yes, Go. we 100% look at magazines still. So. Well, you know, if you've been where I've been, that's all you got. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a nice magazine. <laughs> God. Who well, else but Seth? Who else but Seth? <laughs> that's the true theme of the episode. It's just who else but Seth. There you go. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> We're not done quite with all of our social media stuff because you got to talk about Patreon. All right? We got to talk about our Patreon. Our Patreon, we are at Crack and Crime on that as well. We got some amazing um, patrons. Uh, So we got Grandma. We got Grandma. We got Sexy Mexi, right? Sexy Mexi, Mr. Garcia. Thank you, sir. We definitely appreciate it. I only remember him as Sexy Mexi because that's what you have him labeled in as your phone. In, your in phone. my phone, that's right. Yeah. So if, if Garcia gives me a call, it's Sexy Mexi. He's the one that changed that in my phone, by the way, <laughs> and I've never changed it back. So. Sure you um, night filled with Coronas and somewhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> only him and I know that story. So Good it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got um, Phelps Harvest. Thank you, Phelps Harvest. Go check them out. I believe they're only on Facebook. Um, so go check that out. Um, but Grandma 1, Grandma 2, thank you both. Seth is sorry for everything he's going to say tonight. Everything. Yeah. Um, already. <laughs> yeah, he's all, already. You've been listening. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely appreciate all of our patrons. Um, and there, So you know what? There's room for more. Room for more patrons. Go check us out, patreon.com, um, at Crack and Crime, or... Check us out on Apple subscriptions because that's a new thing that we're trying out. We've got one episode out on that so far. Um, so go check that out. Um, that is available only on Apple Podcasts. But otherwise, we're available everywhere that you listen to your podcast. And we're on YouTube, so check us out there. All right. So oh, we we've are? got. I, you're reposting on that? Yeah. Yeah, I posted all kinds of stuff on YouTube. And Jacob and I did a trial. Um, of Poppy's Patina, and God, I know. you're, you're and staying on that. I am staying on that. Good stuff. Truck I, still looks great. The truck looks amazing. Um, Seth, or sorry, not Seth. Seth had nothing to do with the Jacob. That's what I thought, Seth. <laughs> we, I get the credit. I was a critic, <laughs> and I'm still a critic. I yeah. thought after a week or two it would probably fade, and it hasn't. Still oh, looks no, it's, like it's, you it's just a clear coat. It. It's just a wipe-on clear coat. Yeah. Put it on our stuff. on my '86 Chevy pickup. A lot of those don't stick around, though. You know? Well, yeah, it's a clear coat. We we wet sand or we wet scuffed the whole entire. Truck oh wait a minute, we, we got Kansas. Prep. We got to do talk about Kansas. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, to Kansas it. in just a minute. Kansas City Red, 
Trust, yeah, trust me. It's a state. It ain't going anywhere. Yeah, All right. She's anywhere. she's still going to be there in a few minutes. Well, Florida's right. probably going to go somewhere. Yeah, Florida Man. Go check that out. Florida Man Headlines. That's a fun, fun episode that we did. Yeah, a lot of people are just hoping that that state just goes away. So. Florida? <laughs> yeah. I like Florida. I love Florida. Yeah. My grandparents down there. <laughs> what? I have a best friend. Hurry, jump north. It's there. leaving. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't want that place to go anywhere. I love it. <laughs> Palm trees. You'd be surprised with how many people don't like Florida. Well, they should just not go. Make it more spacious for us. That's right. And the millions upon millions of other people that love it. Did you like it? Yeah. I was yeah. homesick the entire time, though. Yeah, he was. Well, uh, you were for little. That week we went down there. Yeah, he was a lot littler though, and then he spent most of the time. You'd like room. it a lot more now that you're all buff and stuff. No. Yeah. <laughs> Macho <laughs> man Randy Savage. <laughs> you don't even know who that is, but he He's was a, a wrestler. Guy. Yeah. Big buff oh. guy. Yeah. I'm gonna get Wasn't you. Wasn't that the Slim Jim man? Yeah. He was the that Slim Jim guy. Slim. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Don't you dare mock me. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Well, you're a little uh, prettier, so you're savage. <laughs> so we've been gone for a little while because Jacob over here has been in football. Um, we talked about this on here, so on a couple episodes. But Jacob's been on football, so we were taking a little bit of a break. So now we're back. Pretty impressive to watch. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch as he grew throughout the season. And he has, we have pictures of that on our social media stuff. So again, check us out, all of that stuff. Um, and then what, you'll you'll get to be a little part of. You want to play you're pretty freaking badass. Sorry, Grandma. Just say, do what you want to do, but I believe you could go just about as far as you wanted to go. Yeah, at this point, Seth, I think you need to be apologizing more and more to Grandma. <laughs> That's fine. But if you don't uh, After every keep playing sent- football and giving me someone to cheer on, then I'm not going to apologize to Grandma ever again. You heard it, Grandma. It's on Jacob. <laughs> yeah, then you'll be having to apologize to me. It's fine. Whatever you want. You keep playing football and you give me a reason to go up to the high school and scream and yell at some referees, I'm all for it. <laughs> what about in college? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me tickets. Yeah. I would love that. I'd go freaking crazy for that. Be at every game. I don't care which team you go. I mean, I'm a Husker fan, but if you go to Colorado or something, well, no. I guess I'm not Col- Wherever you go, right. I'm going to have a new team. Right. Now, well, we, know, I, I, I got to put I'll go to Texas somewhere. Because, be, just I'll, because he went to the Dome. I'd be, yeah, they don't have a yeah, dome unless you go to the championship game. Yeah, okay. that's the yeah I can do that. Stadium. Watch me. Yeah. Do it, dude. Do Bring it. it. I'm entirely kidding. I'm I'd not going to see that. Guy. Absolutely do Good, it. Though. Yeah. Guys, you can do anything you put your mind to. Especially with how strong and mean you are when you want to play. You can, you can do anything right. you wanted to do. Yeah. So now it's going to be fun watching as we, we go into the you know wrestling season and stuff like that. But tickets. that's what. That's where we've been. So it's taken a little while. Um, we were really, really busy three nights a week. Um, plus, he had practices and stuff like that, so it made it a little difficult. Oh, but yeah. we're back. He's done with that. Don't bring me back. <laughs> that so we're excited to be pushing out some content. We're hoping to put a bunch of stuff together over the next few weeks. Um, and then, You're you know. Be flashbacks to the football practice all over again. Absolutely. Before you yeah. know it, hell, we'll, we'll be back. That's right. You just got a couple of, it's going to feel like a couple of weeks and you'll be back out there on that field, buddy. Yeah, yeah for right. track. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, you got wrestling, then you'll be jumping into track, right? 
So, all right, let's jump into some Kansas crime because yeah, that's Kansas. where we're at today. We're like three sec- 300 seconds in, and we're not even talking about Kansas yet. Well, we don't Sorry. have to. We don't need to. What if you go play for K-State? Then we were the whole time. That's right. There you go. I mean, I'm not going to be 100% happy but that we're down there, but, I mean, I guess I'll show up. Take whatever college we get, dude. But, okay, right? I, I know. I'm, I'm okay. there. I, going, I'll be going, there. We're going every game. It's just going to be really weird when I'm sitting there wearing Husker stuff cheering for the Kansas State. He won't be you know. doing that. He'll have fucking – he'll have your jersey on, guaranteed. Fuck, <laughs> 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 like I'll have it. He would. I'll be drunk lying to the other fucking Kansas fans. I've been fucking cheering for Kansas for years. <laughs> Remember that one guy did that one throw? <laughs> that one throw, that one time? Oh, yeah, we remember all that. All right, so we're going to jump into a little bit of a dark and gruesome one to start because we're going to talk about, um, the first one we're going to talk about is the Wichita Massacre. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of, it's also known as Wichita Horror. Um, it was a week-long violent crime spree perpetrated by brothers Reginald and Jonathan Carr. Um, in the city of Wichita, Kansas, between December 8th and December 15th in 2000. Carr with two R's, C-A-R-R? Yep, C-A-R-R. Are they have relation to Derek Carr, the NFL quarterback? I would be guessing that this is their cousin. That's what I would they're, pro- they're either cousins, possibly, maybe he's another brother, but I'm not 100% sure. I wouldn't quote me on that. Um, go ahead and just put it in the fucking dictionary. It's true. Just is it? I, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I would venture to guess that they're. I've they're cars twice. They're in immediate family of each other. I would just venture to guess. Yeah. Um, so the brothers were arrested on and convicted of multiple counts of murder, kidnapping, robbery, and rape. They were both sentenced to death on October of 2002. Um, apparently, it created a ton of panic in the Wichita area, resulting in an increase in sales of guns, locks, and home security systems. So, crazy. So, can't get any lower than so that. They were, so, so they're, they were born, or they're from Dodge City, Kansas, which we're going to speak a lot about Dodge City, Kansas, because, you, I mean, that's yeah. the frontier days, I mean, man. It's absolutely awesome. Wider. To me, the last time. Wider. No offense to any of the residents of Kansas, but Kansas, to me, will always be of the old western days. Right, yeah, no, even when you're driving through there, you see somebody, and you're like, wait a second, why are you in a car? Yeah, like, shouldn't you be in a, in a like, you know, station thing? What? Right. Horses pulling you around the place? You should, that wagon. should be the only it's way it is. Oh, yeah, wagon. But I was thinking station wagon. <laughs> station wagon. <laughs> no, just just the regular right. wagon. All right, so either horse and buggy, right, being pulled by a wagon, or a station wagon. Those are the only two acceptable modes of transportation. How you got on that? Two. <laughs> Two horses. Two horses. <laughs> or, or you can upgrade to your very nice 1987 Jeep. Or I don't even know Jeep made one. <laughs> I doubt probably for I don't know. Jeep station wagon. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll just say that they did. All right, Jeep made a station wagon. It's the only acceptable mode of transportation. Two horsepower. <laughs> two or two horsepower. You have four. You're just, no, no, you're just... You're cooking. I mean, you're right? cooking, how yeah. You, how do you steer that thing? Yeah, that's back in the old, old, old days when it was at Stagecoach, right? The only time people had four horses was in a, in a race. Right. Yeah. I mean, the only reason that you need that much horsepower would be ridiculous yeah. otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they were... I'll just get um, a bunch of husky sleds, you know. <laughs> so apparently Reginald was 22... 
Jonathan was 20. They both, oddly enough, had lengthy criminal records by the time that this happened. Right. At 20 and 22, I mean, you would. I mean, they went on a week-long crime spree of murder, rape, robbery. I mean, who would have thunk that it was, you know, lengthy criminal records? But hey, here we are. So, on December 8th, 2000, um, having recently arrived in Wichita, oh, because they were from Dodge City, Jacob, keep up. Um, <laughs> the brothers robbed and wounded 23-year-old Andrew Schrieber, an assistant baseball coach. Now, I don't understand why they had to throw in that he's an assistant baseball coach. Maybe that has some relevance to the crime. Maybe they didn't like the way he was coaching the baseball team. I'm not 100% sure on that, neither. Uh, but three days later, on December 11th, they shot 55-year-old cellist and librarian Ann Walenta as she tried to escape from them in her car. She died three weeks later in a hospital from her wounds from the gunshot. So on December 14th, <laughs> the brothers break into a house. Seven or twelve, seven twenty-seven. December fourteenth. <laughs> so one twenty-seven, twenty-seven East Birchwood Drive in Wichita. Inside the property, which they had just chosen at random, were Brad Haka, Heather Mueller, Aaron Sander, Jason Befort, Befort, and his girlfriend, a young woman identified as Holly G. Befort was a local high school teacher. Do we know her last name, or is it just Holly G? Just Holly G is who she's identified as. I'm guessing that's to protect her. Did you say G's or G? G. Just a G. I'm guessing that it's just, it was, I'm guessing it was, um, I'm guessing it was to like hide her identity or something. But Sander, a formal financial analyst who had been studying to become a priest, then Holly G was also a teacher. So... It says here, first, the car searched the house for valuables. Befort, Befort had intended to propose to Holly, and she found this out when the cars discovered an engagement ring hidden in a popcorn box. So they burgled the house, and then the cars forced their victims to strip down naked, and then they bound them. The brothers then repeatedly raped the two women and forced the men to engage in sexual acts with the women and the women with each other. After taking the victims in Befford's truck to ATMs to empty their bank accounts, they drove them to the closed Striker Soccer Complex on the outskirts of Wichita where they shot all five execution style in the back of their heads. Holy shit. The cars messed up people. What's that? I thought it was four. That was five. Yeah. And then the cars then drove Beffert's truck over their bodies and left them for dead. Holly G survives because her plastic barrette deflected the bullet to the side of her head. While the other four were killed instantly, she walked... Yeah, yeah, it's to to protect her name. Um, She then... You didn't put that together, Seth? So then she walked naked for more than a mile in freezing weather to seek first aid and shelter at a house before getting medical treatment. She reported the incident and descriptions of her attackers to a couple who took 
um, her into the police. So after the killings, the cars returned to the house to ransack it for more valuables. Holy crap. That's a horrible story. Absolutely. So then it says that they were captured the next day. Both Schreiber and the dying Walenta identified Reginald. The district attorney said they believed their motive was robbery based on evidence. Um, and then with the help of Holly's testimony at the trial, both of them were convicted of nearly all 113 counts against them, including kidnapping, robbery, rape, four counts of capital murder, and one count of first-degree murder. Reginald Carr was convicted of 50 counts and Jonathan Carr of 43. Um, they're both sentenced to death um, for the capital murders and then life in prison on the other. Um, decades to serve before being eligible. Um, it says the cases were appealed. Eligible for what? For what? parole? What's or, that? You said to get to serve decades before they're eligible. Eligible for parole or eligible for death? So um, it says eligible for parole. Yeah, there's, but that's there's that's no, parole though, right? like no well that would that would be on all the other cases. Yeah, but there yeah. did was the sentence carried out? So that's what we're getting to. Okay. Um, but you got you got to also know that in any time, any time that it's a capital case like that, all every time Defense they're get involved. No, no, absolutely not. No, but they will. Um, it, the, if if they get sentenced to the death penalty, it's absolutely going to be appealed. There's yeah. no way that. It's not looked at by multiple other. One hundred percent. Right, right. Like after after seeing this, I mean, you know, so they're definitely, you know, the the right people that should be after the things that they did. So um, there's been continuing um, attention for the Carr brothers case because of various rulings about the Kansas death penalty law um, and decisions by its high court. In 2004, the Kansas Supreme Court overturned the state's death penalty law, um, but the state attorney general appealed this ruling to the U.S. Supreme Court. It upheld the constitutionality of the state's death penalty law, which returned the cars and other condemned killers back to death row. So since it, before it went out, so it comes back in. Um, on July 25, 2014, the Kansas Supreme Court Announced it had overturned the car death sentences on appeal. The sixth justice majority said they did so because the trial judge failed to adequately separate the penalty proceedings for each defendant. So, according to a release from the Kansas Supreme Court public information officer, the court unanimously reversed three of each defendant's four capital convictions because jury instructions on sex crime-based capital murder were fatally erroneous and three of the multiple homicide capital murder charges duplicated the first. So, wow. They are still alive in prison? Well, that's what we're getting. We're still reading down to that. So the high court upheld most of the convictions. Um so it, so even if the death penalties were not upheld, each of the cars was already sentenced to serve at least 70 to 80 years in prison before being eligible for parole. The Kansas Attorney General appealed the high court's ruling, um, which in March 2015 agreed to hear the Carr brothers' sentencing case together with another death penalty case from the state. Um, so they reinstated the death sentence. Um, in 2016 
um, the United States Supreme Court in an 8-1 to one ruling reinstated the death sentences, overturning the Kansas Supreme Court, deciding that neither the jury instructions, which were challenged by um, Carr's legal counsel, nor the combined sentencing proceedings violated the Constitution. So, the Kansas Supreme Court affirmed the death penalty for the brothers on January 21st of 2022. So I wonder if that means that they actually, it says they affirmed it. Hmm. Um, it's all a crock, it sounds like. They're still, they're still alive now, and they're still fighting the state of Kansas about the death penalty, so they're still... There's a lot of stuff that's been going back and forth, but yeah. So it says in 2022, the Kansas Supreme Court then rejected additional challenges to the convictions. So yeah, no, it's still it's still active, ongoing. They're still appealing it. They're still working their way through the, but they're still incarcerated. You know what I mean? That they haven't gotten released from there, but it is not. They're not. They're not getting out. So they'll they'll serve the rest of their lives, but there it sounds like it doesn't know if they're actually gonna. Sentence, be sentenced to death or not, but that's still active and ongoing. I think they should have to go through that fear of knowing you're going to die and then dying, since that's what they did to four or five I, other people. It's it's one of the worst. I mean, I mean, I don't know. We've we've read some pretty seriously bad ones. This is pretty gross, um, yeah. pretty gruesome. What they all of the things that they did to these people, and I mean just yeah. just ev- everything that they did in general. But then yeah, what they what they did to. Holly G and then those other five in that house. I mean, or the four. It was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, there, the other four. There's other crimes we can talk about. We did BTK, the serial killer BTK. Like that was ones would be better. That was Wichita, Kansas. No, they're always better. Um, I don't like. We don't like cracking a ton of jokes about ones like this, but um, you know, it's still. So worth let's get mentioning. back to lighthearted commentary. Then. Right, we have some. Okay, um, <laughs> we have some coming. But Let's hope I not during talk... another one of the uh, stories like this. I know. Yeah, I agree with that. I was just going to bring up that we also had BTK. So um, go check out that episode. That happened in Wichita, Kansas. And then on the, the outskirts of Wichita, BTK, one of the most infamous killers in um, American history. Yep. So we did an episode about that. Um, it's kind of funny, kind of not funny, but it's very informative. So go check out BTK, serial killer, when we did that one. So let's just close that browser. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Alright, so now we're going to jump across the ca- the state to Garden City, Kansas. Alright? Alright, alright. Alright, alright, alright. Okay. Alright, so... Oh, wait, is there a third alright in that? Yeah, there is. Three. There was always a third one. Yep. Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> so, a Kansas man who was already served or was in prison for abducting a store clerk in Viola was sentenced to 20 years in federal prison on bank robbery charge. Um, this was Robert Abner pled guilty in January, or sorry, June of 2008 to a robbery at the Garden Plain State um, in Garden Plain, Kansas. Yeah, so they, they didn't put bank. So they put Garden Plain State. Um, but bank. during the robbery, he brandished... Yeah, I think it was the Garden Plain State Bank. They just don't have that listed in there. Um, but during the robbery, he brandished, brandished what appeared to be a firearm demanded money before fleeing on foot. The weapon later was determined to be a pellet gun. 
So uh, he's arrested in Oregon on Ju- in July of 2008. My favorite is when they pull out the banana. That's the weaponry. It's like they're just hiding it in their sweatshirt or something. And then it's revealed that it's just like a banana. <laughs> he's just going to trip people with a banana. Yeah, where he's like threatening him, give me all your money. All right. And then, and, he, and then it's like they catch him and it's like, when did they charge he was just him? threatening him with a banana. Did he char- Did they charge him with use of a banana to commit a felony? Probably. I would assume so. Yeah, yeah. who would still be rob- uh, bank robbing charging. Char- <laughs> so June of 2008. Bank robbery charges. There we go. A clerk okay. at I- the Viola General Station was found after being kidnapped and held for several days. In August of 2009, Abner was convicted in a state district court on charges related to the kidnapping and sentenced to 570 months in state prison. In sentencing him, the U.S. District Court judge made Abner's federal sentence um, consecutive to his sentence in the kidnapping. Oh, that's crazy. Um, He commented the Federal Bureau of Investigation and Assistant U.S. Attorney Lanny Welch for their work on the case. So, a little bank robbery, a little, a little yeah. more lighthearted. Yeah. 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 So, t- yeah. So during an attempted robbery at a Topeka Quick Stop, you know where to- Topeka's at? Yeah. Well, I know what a Quick Stop Topeka, is. Topeka, Kansas. Yeah. Um, the suspect asked a clerk to empty the register, ties him up, and then after discovering there wasn't hardly any cash to take, he then works the counter himself for about three hours until police arrive and then arrest him. <laughs> um, got another uh, Topeka couple was sued by the man who held them hostage in their own home, claiming they failed to keep a verbal contract they'd made after he promised them money in exchange for a place to hide. <laughs> Former Kansas City Chief player Jamie's Winston was cited for shoplifting after attempting to swipe $32.72 worth of crab legs from a public store. Wait a minute. Did you add an S on Jamie? Yeah, it was Jamie's with an S. J-A-M-E-I-S. So, also in Topeka, had a quick stop, K-W-I-K, which I've been to a couple of those before. During an attempted robbery at a Topeka quick stop, the suspect asked the clerk to empty the register, tied him up after discovering there wasn't much uh, cash to take, maybe a hundred dollars, and then worked the counter himself. That we for three we hours just did that. Drive. You didn't just do that. Did I you did really? just literally. Why just did I mishear you then? I have no idea. Edit. Edit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then he worked it. I have no idea. Uh, then he worked for another three hours. So a 29-year-old Wichita man punched a convenience store worker in an attempt to steal his bag. Upon leaving the store, the suspect realized that instead of walking off with cold hard cash, he had stolen cold hard keys. (laughs) After returning to the scene of the crime, he was arrested by police to invest. So what did he do? Return to the scene of the crime. (laughs) He's like, oh, shit, I got all your keys here, man. I got the wrong bag. I got the wrong bag. I'd like to exchange all these keys for some cash, please. I was in here earlier trying to rob. Hey, I... Hello, ma'am. I'm not sure if you remember me. My name is Bill. Um, I was in here about an hour ago. I was robbing you, and I, uh, I, per- I personally would have sold them back slowly. I, I walked in, just just being like, <laughs> "I'll sell you back this key uh, if you give me this amount of money." Like, the way just, you said it. 
you be the most gentle pimp-like key seller. <laughs> Ma'am, so I've got you a key to that. They're safe right there. I'll sell it to you for $122. How many copies would you like? <laughs> you want one well, for the hello. side door as well? Hello, ma'am. I've got you some keys. So you see here. Would you like one for your grandson? <laughs> <laughs> probably came back like, oh, this Louis Vuitton bag has keys in it. I had no idea. <laughs> All right, so at 24... Maybe I shouldn't have robbed this place. All they're selling is keys. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what you take to the bank. You just take all your keys to the bank. Like we leave the cash in the register. There ain't more than seventy two dollars in there. But these keys. Yeah. <laughs> these keys. Yeah. Have you ever this At least is, you didn't work the thing for three hours. This so. is why when you go into a truck stop and everything, they hand you that goddamn bat that key with like the big bat hanging off mm-hmm. of it. People make off with their goddamn yeah, bag of keys and then they've gotta go remake a bag of keys. Six thirty eight and scrap metal right there. I know. <laughs> So, apparently there's something going on in Topeka. You just want to avoid this area. Because I got a 24-year-old Topeka man. right now you need to just go avoid all of the big cities like Chicago, New York. uh... Stop talking like that. (laughs) (laughs) We do, yes. I I... I don't like it. What is it? Is it soothing for you? Yeah, it sounds like I paid $35.95 for you to talk to me asleep every night. <laughs> Seth, you are a good man. He has a career ahead of him. Jacob reads along the Nile. <laughs> uh, Samuel L. Jackson, he made a book. What was it? Sounds aggressive. Sorry. Sounds aggressive. Sounds like he's not putting me asleep. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson reads along the Nile, motherfucker. <laughs> uh... That's, oh, I'm gonna have to Google it. Then so I'll make, then I'll make Seth read it because I remembered it perfectly. Okay, so a 24 year old Topeka Give me man. A second. No, I'm gonna get continue on a. 20- all right. Well, I'm gonna continue getting my joke ready. All well, right. Your joke. Your joke is passing. No. Land your plane. I know. So a 24 year old Topeka man was arrested after robbing a quick stop at Knife Point. I wonder if it's the same Dude, fucking it's quick, quick stop. stop. It's always quick stop. Is that same one? <laughs> that same quick Like, poor... you look up funny crime in Kansas, it's like, hey, wait a second, hey, have, have you guys looked at the Topeka quick stop? Poor Afghan is probably shaking. <laughs> that sounds racist, I know, but I'm just saying, every quick stop I've been to is always owned by successful Americans that have a... What, what would you call that, that heritage? And I don't mean to sound racist, but like you have your Iranian, Afghan, you know, they're, they're it's kind of like their own Thank heritage. Thank you, come again. They, they come over here and they're very, that right. was racist. They come over here and they're very <laughs> yeah, successful was, though. Yeah, they were, I mean, they're always been but, some That's from the Simpsons. You guys from, don't, they come over here. Uh, Abu it, from it the is, Simpsons, yeah, yes, exactly. I get you. Yeah. But they come over here and they chase the American dream and they get it, you know. Like that's what America's about is they come over here and get your own business and do it and they're very successful at it. I right. just don't know how to properly term that without being racist. I don't mean for it to be a racist. What is this book that you're trying to show me? <laughs> Go the Fuck to Sleep by Samuel... Read by Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> that is funny, though. That is funny. Yeah. You know what? So, speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, because we're jumping down this, Jacob won't let us get off of this thing. Yeah, that's what so, I thought. So, that's, the F word... That's what I thought. So... God. So, the F word... It, everybody thinks that Samuel L. Jackson has said it more in his movie career, but it's. Can you guess which actual person now has said the F word the most? No. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Nope. I 
That's a good guess, though. That was that was a decent Deadpool? that was a decent guess with Deadpool. No, it was Wolf of Wall Street, and Leonardo it was DiCaprio? not Le- oh, not Leonardo no. DiCaprio. It was the guy, the guy, yeah, the heavier set guy that's then gets skinny and Give he's. Give me a second. I know his name is Seth. No, no. he played Seth in that person, super bad. Um, Jonah name? Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah there you Hill. go. Yep. Yeah. So Jonah Hill has actually said it more in movies than what Samuel L. Jackson wow. has. Yeah, because yeah. Superbad probably. And, and then yeah. You know. So it was actually it was a funny statistic that you read because everybody if you say if you say the f word in movies who's that you got oh Samuel L. Jackson oh, yeah. I mean that's his thing right Samuel I mean, Jackson's been in like two hundred movies right time. oh he's been in he's, everything I think he's been in more movies than anybody right. else right and 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 one of his famous catchphrases is has the f word in it you know what I mean so it's yeah. just hilarious to think that you know no it's Jonah Hill. <laughs> And most of it was because he said it like a hundred and some odd times in that movie alone. I mean, just repeatedly said it over. Honestly, I think that's why I didn't care for the movie that much. You I mean, like Wolf of Wall Street. Well, it's one of my favorite movies of all. Well, it's got one of well, my favorite parts. I've never seen it. It's got one of my favorite parts in it of all time. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Oh my yeah. God! I've never seen the movie, so you guys are all calling back to something I, I've I never love seen. I that movie because it's a true story. Like, if you get me a, a good it's movie, it's a decent a true movie. Story, I love it. It's a decent movie, but it's. Movie hey, what about The Conjuring? Yeah, I'm not. I'm I not. Love that hey, movie. you ever watched it's The Conjuring? Okay. It was. No, I haven't. No, I, I don't. Well, that's based off a of true event. Yeah, I watched The Conjuring once. I wasn't over impressed. But it's just a. It's it just is. A there's two. Or, actually, there's I can't three. Get now. Watch scary movie to I'm not a big scary movie fan, and they and they make up so much. What, what they do in all movies, I don't care. If they say that it's if it it's always it's based bit, on true events, right? Like Bing. Bingford said that a lot of it was pretty accurate. I mean, on, on what? On, on like his... Like are you when, talking when, about... When are you back to Wolf Leonardo, of Wall Street? I'm yeah, lost. When Leonardo DiCaprio would talk about like the drugs he consumed today or what he did with this and what he did with that, all everything that he said as a side note, as a commentary, was true, was based on true facts. So there wasn't a whole lot exaggerated on, on Wolf of right. Wall Street. But I, I think I just didn't care for it because I don't like, I don't know. I mean, I just didn't like the way that they used the F word every other word throughout the whole entire movie. And then they were just thieves and they were just doing a crap ton of drugs. And it was just, they were just crooks. Yeah. They were just, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. I wasn't rooting for him to win. I was rooting for him to lose the whole movie. And I didn't like him as a person and I didn't care for any of it. So like the only good part of the whole movie is Margot Robbie. And then yeah. that's well, it. I quit rooting for him in the beginning when he said he was selling garbage to garbage men. He was making hand over fist. I quit rooting for him after that. But I just, I loved, like, I'm a big fan of theater. I'm a big fan of acting. So I loved right. the acting and I loved how it sucked you in and made you feel like it was a movie. And you were kind of like the whole time, you're like, well, I hope he gets caught. He's kind of being a dirty motherfucker. He's right. cheating on his wife. He's cheating on her. So you, right. I love all... how he made me kind of root against him. But at the same time, I, I, you know, I was following it. You know, he, it I can watch. The movie, I, I, I like really, the I, I watched all these other movies, and I like all these other movies. Like I was rooting for Jax Teller in, you know, when he's in the Sons oh, of Anarchy. Of but he's a you bad know. guy. He's a piece of shit. Right, he is absolutely. Yeah. But he doesn't make you hate him. You no, know what I mean? And then there's yeah. parts where you don't like one, but then you start kind of starting to like Clay again, and blah blah blah. But it's just. Like in that Wolf of Wall Street movie, I wasn't rooting for any of them. I did. I thought they were all horrible human beings throughout all of that portion of the movie, yeah. and then it was just hard to. I don't know. And I so I just I don't know. It's a decent movie, but I, guess I in a sense yeah. I was rooting for them for a little bit of it because I once I realized they were pieces of shit and like at that point you you know that you were literally 
having a good time and that if you're having that much fun and you're doing that much wrong shit, then your time is literally limited. It just depends on when you get caught and when you go to jail. So you might as well enjoy that amount of time while you have it. So right. I guess maybe I I kind of I found a way to, to enjoy it and root for them a little bit in that time. Like, hey, you're a piece of shit. You deserve to go to prison. You're going to go. So, like, right. I hope you enjoy the shit out of it. And it was kind of cool to see how it played out. And then, yeah, like, you're going to cheat on, on the Duchess, on Margaret Robbie. Like, are right. you kidding me? Like, I know. It, you it deserve just, everything you got. But right. It was, to me, it was just, I, it was such good acting and it was such a good... Well, Leonardo so DiCaprio good. is an amazing one actor. One of the best actors of but, all time. If I was going to sit down and watch another one of his movies... Killers of the Flower Moon. I want to see it so bad. I haven't seen... I haven't even seen a preview for that one that I remember, but... Wow. Yeah. story based on when we went... To oh, is that the new one that's... Okay, okay, I take that stuff. back. Yeah, I've seen a couple Robert things. Robert De Niro... Yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple... I'm not a big Robert De Niro fan anymore, either. Nah, well, He's gotten way too overly political, and I just don't care for his I don't opinion. I about his political opinions, but... No, I... You I, can let go of Garth, I can let go of... Well, Garth doesn't doesn't have a, a, that. Okay, th- well, that's that's for a whole other. No, I know. Well, that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. He's not. So, uh, not at all. No, and he's even he's even came out and said that he's Republican. So I don't even care. But I yeah. stop going so high pitched. I think there's a child outside every time. <laughs> he's not. But it doesn't matter. We're gonna we're gonna be having a discussion. We'll just go ahead and jump on it right now. We're in the middle of this episode. There's going to be, and, and, but I'm telling you right now, a future episode, so go ahead and start. That's we're, our next episode, just so you know. I don't know if it's going to be we're next, gonna go next. Hollywood. We're going Hollywood. We're going crime in Hollywood, crime and opinions of Hollywood, and it stars. Okay. I think, I think we'll have a lot of fun. I think we'll have a lot oh, of fun. Right, I can right, debate right, with you right. and not have any hard feelings or anything. What's that? I can debate with you and not have any hard feelings. Oh, 100%. Whatsoever. Absolutely. I, I love Garth. I really do. I try to act to match. Right. Well, we're not. Garth, no, when we do Garth. when we do the whole stupid Tom Segura versus the amazing Garth Brooks, that one's coming. And that one. It was funny at first, and now it's kind of petty, but now it's also like, it means so much to you. It's like, oh, this I know. is yeah. All right. So, so just so everybody knows, I'm a, I'm a big time Garth Brooks fan. You gotta get Matt for that. I know. One. And we're not, we're not jumping into that one absolutely right now yet. But Larson and I have been having an argument. It's been ongoing. He likes Tom Segura, so he's one of the five Tom Segura fans out there. I am a big time Garth fan. And so. We're going to have this discussion. You just had to add that there's only five left. <laughs> so anyways, we're not going into that right now. It's not happening, so let's jump out of it. But Any professional about this besides Top Secure is a little fucking bitch. But other than that, other than that, so um, if you want to... We'll, other than Gar's a perfect human being and nobody can dislike him. He absolutely is, but that's even, that's even the joke. The joke is there is no skeletons in his closet, and they're like, where are they? So... But it was it, it played out anyway. We're not going into this. I've already said. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else. So we will so, post. Okay, stop. We will. So ju- all right, all right, all right. Okay. So we're gonna jump into. Um, I'll leave stuff all over our social media when it gets to that point that we're gonna be doing that episode with Larson, and we're gonna take a poll. We're just not there yet. So if you want to start, you can start commenting on our Facebook. Um, or any of our stuff. Just go check us out, all of our social medias, and then you can start leaving some of those. All right. All right. So the next thing I want to jump into is probably our last story of this episode. It should be. I'm I'm hoping it is. We've been doing a bunch of stuff. We've had a good time. Yeah. I want to jump into the Long Branch Saloon, because you can't really talk about Kansas without talking about some crime of old time. I have no idea what you're talking about. Old 
Time, Kansas, the frontier days. Long branch that I've never heard of that before. I know. Well, that's why I'm telling you about it. It's in historic Dodge City, Kansas. Mm. Yeah. But you might have heard of it. It's just somewhere in Kansas. So, it's one of the most historic saloons of the Old West. It's still there today. It's on Boot Hill in the museum in Dodge City, Kansas. I want to go to Dodge City and go to... So, I've been to Dodge City. I went to a concert. Seven-hour drive from here? No. No, no, no. I think five. Yeah. Yeah, down to... Tulsa's six and a half. Yeah, yeah. Dodge City's not more than four or five hours from where we're at, but it's so Dodge City. Yeah, we called it a short drive. I remember we went oh, to you've it. Been. We haven't. No, we haven't been. We've been talking about going. No, well, well I look at Google about, Maps all the time. It's he was close. talking about it. He mentioned how long you guys looked it up. I imagine. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. That I check sense. Google Maps like every day. Yeah. That right. and weather. So. Right. So no. <laughs> Welcome to manhood. It's, that's my little. It's my. It's my young old man. Jacob. I also breathe. <laughs> yeah, waking up at four thirty in the morning, go to bed. He's, he's one of the only kids that walks in the classroom and he goes, "Excuse me, teacher, have you heard that it's supposed to be thirty-one degrees and snowing tomorrow morning?" Are you? Did you hear the sun was supposed to set at uh, 7.32 p.m. Are you tonight? I'm 100% aware that it is Tuesday indeed. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do the old man laugh too. So I'm like, oh, sure if you oh, know the oh. month, but uh, some would say it is October. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's jump into this instead of making fun of my 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 <laughs> little guy here. He makes fun of me all the time. <laughs> so back in the 1870s, Dodge City began to acquire its famous stamp of lawlessness and gunslinging. I thought it was the 1860s. It was 1870s, is what I just got done saying. No. <laughs> So oh, they well, didn't you're have... wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. Oh boy. No, it was the 1870s. Yeah, not the 60s. So this is when they're getting their. <laughs> better go on, but you better uh, say it's the 1860s, I swear. Every time he lifts a toe, he's like, oh. <laughs> I'll be damned. Uh, I'm that 80-year-old, uh, 15-year-old, so. So, it, it, this is when it started to begin. You know, my back's been killing me for years. <laughs> God. Alright, so this is when the lawlessness and the before Wyatt Earp showed up. Yes, this yeah. is before Wyatt Earp. So they had no local military or law enforcement. There was buffalo hunters, railroad workers, drifters, cowboys, soldiers um, that were scrapped and fought, leading to the shootings where men died with their boots on. That's why it's called Boot Hill. Okay? So during this time, the famous Long Branch Saloon was built, and even... That I just was like an to old think. West tale. I just like to think that there's just still a boot on that hill every time. There probably is. Was it just a statue of yeah. a boot or something. I bet there is. There might be. I know that. I know just that there's a boot, boot hill cemetery. Just a out cow there. Boot, uh, cowboy boot is just sitting there. That somebody just cleans it up and then, like another one just appears. 
You hit your microphone on the way back. <laughs> All right, so there's some really famous people that are buried um, at Boot Hill in Dodge City, Kansas. And then I'm also... They you know, definitely re- have a boot on their graves. So I'm not... <laughs> I'm not... I'm not saying this for 100% certainty. I need to look this up, and I haven't looked it up this particular time. Okay, but I'm pretty positive that Billy the Kid, when he was running around and everything, it was all throughout Kansas as well. God, I need to learn more about Billy the Kid. Um, I know. One of these times we can talk about Billy the Kid, because that's actually a really crazy story. I can't remember if it was in Kansas or Oklahoma, but I remember driving around working for county or something like that, and we went out. It felt like we're in the middle of nowhere. Like you're out in between Orleans and Oxford, whatever out here. Yep. You're out in country roads, and I remember seeing a sign that said "Billy the Kid's House uh, Family Home," whatever. And it was like a little museum in the middle of nowhere. So it's like where his parents or where he was born or whatever, where he grew up. Somewhere no, in Oklahoma, and I've seen a couple little places like that out there. You in know, Oklahoma, Kansas. <clears throat> speaking of that, is your cowboys. seat rusted already? It, moving on. <laughs> so speaking of that. I, I don't know if you've been told this. Did you? And I know this is kind of a, you know, like random fact out of the nowhere. But Atlanta, Nebraska, little teeny tiny Atlanta, yeah. that Hugh Hefner's parents. Oh yeah. Yeah, are from bit. right here. Yeah, he and, was born in Nebraska, wasn't he? Um, I I want to say yes, but he he never grew up here. Yeah. So he grew up in a boy's home in Chicago. So he, he grew up, all of his stuff all happened in Chicago, but he's got relatives and family in Holdridge. I heard about that. Yeah. And he, yeah, his family farm was down in Atlanta, Nebraska. So he used That's to, crazy. he would summer here and stuff like that, I think help out on the farm a little bit. So there's been people from around the Holdridge area that have all been out to the Playboy Mansion and stuff when he was still alive because they're relatives of his. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. So he's not from here, mm-hmm. but his family is. Yeah, I remember thinking that. I bet Atlanta was nicer back then i mean that's like atlanta orleans all those whole all those homes are so raggedy and run down because they're so freaking old you know so i bet well in certain areas 60 yeah. 70 years ago they were nice and new and they might have been the booming towns around here might have been yeah and then, as the and other ones were kind of yeah yeah that could be yeah so let's jump back into this a little bit um so anyway, about billy the kid real fast I, I am pretty positive that his reign was all around kansas um, and I'm thinking more northern Kansas, I want to say. And they, so he used to, when he would rob all the trains and all that stuff, he buried those treasures all over the place. And then there's people that are still out. And I think that they like find, I was watching some TV special sometime, and I'm pretty sure that it's northern Kansas. And they were digging around the base of this tree. And they found some really old coins that were possibly from the oh, Billy the Kid area. Oh, absolutely, it would be because yeah. they're all old coins. Well, yeah, you always read about that growing up. <clears throat> and I grew up mo- a lot in Oklahoma, and you always read about a lot of that stuff. But pretty much every single infamous cowboy or whatever you heard of, they always had some po- portion of their life they had a run through Kansas, and there was always a big deal in Kansas. So, right, 
Oh, so I well, feel like to me, Kansas is just as famous as Oklahoma or Texas or any of that stuff is as far as the old Western days goes. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'd say probably one of the most famous towns yeah. of them all is Dodge yeah, City, Kansas. Been. It's right in the center of yeah, all of Wichita. Them. That was uh, Wichita, Kansas, is where we've talked about that during the Wyatt Earp episode. Yeah. That's I personally think my favorite city in Kansas is Smallville. So. <laughs> Well, you see, I'm not trying to talk any differently. It's just, funny. I, I I'm do not my, complaining. It's funny. It's I do my voice, and then Seth just walking in here and just me off. You and me get in the groove. We're talking. It's like, mm, man, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> it throws me off completely. Well, like you're wrong in a certain you way. Me, sir. <laughs> I bet you I do. <laughs> As you see, the football game we are losing. Uh, Fourteen. Back scratcher. Get your back scratcher. <laughs> Why you see, sir? Why I oughta? <laughs> Why I oughta? <laughs> so I didn't mean to do that, did I? Did I sound like? Actually coming out. Did did I actually sound like that? That's great, great grandfather is coming out of you right now. <laughs> I'll bust the kneecaps. <laughs> All right. So during this time of the 1870s, the famous Long Branch Saloon was built, and <laughs> it's taken so and even long. that was an Old West tale in and of itself. So at the beginning, uh, men were all playing ball in the hot, dry Kansas plains. Um, side wagers began as the Cowboys Which ball? played. Was it baseball? Baseball. That was the only sport back then. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of anything else. Like so, Ridiculous Six is baseball? Yes, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's when they designed it. Yeah, that's when they put it all together. <laughs> so, of course, they're tipping back a few brewskis during the game, and then a bigger wager was soon made. And then if the soldiers lost, they would provide building materials to construct a saloon. So all agreed that tipping a few beers outside the sun would be nice relief. So... The soldiers lost the game, and then the building materials promptly showed up. Before long, the Long, Bre- long Branch Saloon was born. So, yeah, this is like the history of that. I want the actual. So, that's pretty neat. That's great. Historic. Um, the saloon was purchased by Chalkley Beeson and William Harrison in 1878. Beeson? Um, What's that? Yep, Beeson and William Harris. And are you sure it's effort, not? Are you sure it's not Bison? Nope, it's Beeson. No, he's the dude that we named all the American Bison off of. He bought them all. He bought them all. That was this guy. Yeah. So old Chalky Bison. It's Beeson, though. What is it? B E. So when he owned it. S O N. Is it B E S O N? It's B E E S O N. Beeson. Yep. So why Iana? <laughs> so during while he owned it, a five-piece orchestra played every night for entertainment of the cattlemen. Um, they organized and led the famous cowboy band, which entertained all over the West at cattlemen conventions, concerts, dances, and in Washington D.C. at the inauguration of President William Harrison. Um, there was gambling in the Long Branch Saloon. Um, they. Served milk, tea, lemonade, 
sarsaparilla, and then obviously all types of alcohol. So they were they were kind of like your go-to everything. Ninety percent sure you didn't pronounce that correctly. Which one? The sarsaparilla. So sarsaparilla. <laughs> well, I well I still think you didn't pronounce that beeson correctly, but that's I just pretty, me. I mean, he said B E E, which is. Very clearly B. <laughs> and then S O N, which is Sun. Is that our name? Oh, well, I also don't think he cr- uh, he Why said. Why I oughta. <laughs> I also think he said 1860s wrong, too, so. You fancy uh, a rose? <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's just me. <laughs> so. So. <laughs> so people are gonna start asking me to do the voice in public now. Just watch them. So in 1885, the original Front Street buildings were destroyed by fire, and as the cattle drives were ending with the coming of the railroad, they were never rebuilt. So, the Long Branch Saloon actually burned up in 1885, but it was then reconstructed on Front Street that began in 1947. So, located in the original 1870s cemetery, the buildings represent Dodge City as it appeared in 1877. Are we back in boot camp? So, it's still in Boot Hill. Um, it, It was carefully researched through historic photographs and newspapers, so... When you go to the Boot Hill Museum, it was completely museum? recreated. Did you say museum? I said museum. What do you call it? 1840 what? 1847? Eight, you said? 1847? A mu? As it appeared in no, 1876. Mu. It started being rebuilt in 1947. Yeah. After the World War II. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. And then it... So, it's it's got original artifacts um, throughout the museum. It's, it's not the actual original. It's not the original, but it's all... It is. It is. I'm just glad I don't sound like Popeye the Sailor Man. You do. No, sound like Popeye. Have you ever heard Popeye the Sailor Man? He sounds like a smoker that's chain smoke ever since he was like four. He's like his voice is all out of here. It's like, and then he says, "Why yada? Why yada?" So, in the spring of 1879. He's coming around the bend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in the spring of 1879, the wicked little town of Dodge City, um, it, still, it still wasn't tamed, right? So we're talking 1879. And so this was not long before the, the fire that, that ruined um, the, the street. The saloon. The saloon, yeah. But... There, there was a shootout at the Long Branch Saloon. All right, so the so so the Long Branch Saloon shootout was also known as the Richardson Loving Gunfight. So Levi Richardson was a buffalo hunter, and again, we're talking in the in 1879. So it's been a minute, right? Black powder guns. Um, I don't know. This is probably before black powder. This would we'll have to research that. Um. Yeah, I think I think that this still would have been. I'd like to do an episode on the history of guns. Yeah, that'd I'd be like fun. I said that because I don't think I know as much as I should. Yeah, 
No, I think I, I do think that they were. You probably <clears throat> never will. Still bullets Seth. and and yeah, but but they may have been. I I don't think that they were. I do think that they were pretty modern as to what we deem modern today. Hmm. So, but cockeyed Frank Loving was a professional gambler. So um, why was he called that? We'll probably get into it. But Levi Richardson was a buffalo hunter. So Richardson was known as a slow and awkward man. He also had a reputation as an excellent gunfighter. The pair often met at the Long Branch Saloon playing many games of chance that were offered and became friends. So somewhere along the line, Richardson developed some affection for Loving's wife, Maddie. Yeah. The friendship dissolved and the two began to argue over the woman. Okay. So the dispute finally comes to um, blows, and the two argue on Front Street in March of 79. Okay, So Richardson ends up punching Loving in the face. However, an unarmed Frank Loving simply turned his back on Levi and then on Richardson, there, and he walks away with Richardson yelling, I'll blow the guts of you, you cockeyed son of a bitch. Well, it just says son of a, it doesn't say, but I, I believe that's what he was leading to. Yeah, so if you, so I, I improved a little bit of the story. Close yeah. Bitch, you say. <laughs> <laughs> so a few weeks later now, it's April 5th. So Richardson strode purposefully into the Long Branch Saloon looking for loving, believing it time to settle their differences. Um, Richardson was sure he would find loving in the saloon. So as it had come to be his favorite place to gamble, they were there all of the time. But Loving was not there. So undaunted, um, Levi Richardson heads back to the bar for a drink before settling in um, to a pot-bellied stove in the front of the saloon. So by about 9 o'clock p.m., Richardson had decided that Loving wasn't going to show up to the, and he starts to head to the door. About the same time, Loving come stepping into the door. So just as um, Loving sits down at a long table, Richardson turned around and took a seat at the same table. So now the two were then heart, heard speaking lowly, though no one could really hear what they're saying to each other, but they're talking to each other. Someone hears Richardson say, you wouldn't fight anything, you damn, and they didn't catch it. To which Loving replies, you try me and see. Something along those lines. So the next thing you know, Richardson drew his pistol. Loving drew his in response. The Long Branch Saloon gets completely filled with smoke. And then Charlie Bassett, who was the Dodge City Marshal at the time, heard the shots where he was in Betty and Kelly's saloon. And then he came running. So he's down the street at a different saloon. He hears the gunfire and he goes running. So both men were still standing, but Richardson had five had shot five shells from his gun, and Loving Loving's Remington forty four was empty. So Deputy Sheriff Duffy threw Richardson down in a chair and took his gun, while Bassett disarmed Loving. Richardson then got up and started um, toward the billiard table when he fell to the floor with a fatal gunshot wound in the chest, as well as a shot through the side and another through the right arm. Frank Loving, who had only a slight scratch on his hand, was immediately taken to jail. Two days later, on April 7th of 1879, the coroner's request ruled that the killing had been in self-defense 
and Loving was immediately released. So you tell me one shot five, the other emptied the... Which would have been six. Which would have been six. So five and six were shot. Yeah, so we got and 11 the, rounds. The one, the one that died only hit his hand. Yeah, Skim so Loving's hand. Shots. And out of... Uh, he had... Now, Loving had shot all six, but he had put three or four bullets into Richardson. One of them was in the chest. Well, I wonder if, if that first one wasn't to the chest and then... Well, guy, he was still alive and kicking. Other four shots weren't just fucking flopping around the place. Oh, that said. could be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then he was just he fired yeah. five. Yeah, because he was he was hit multiple times, and yeah, he barely grazed yeah. the other. I mean, you're so, in the saloon. You can't be that far apart. I right. Mean, oh, I'm guessing this is this is probably. That first shot might have been up there, and then he got yeah, hit. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe the first one was the one that grazed yeah, him. Maybe. Yeah, I. I'd, the yeah. Next one, you, get hit the chest, you know, you no ballistics it. needed. That's the way that we're going with it. <laughs> yeah. So later, Frank Loving would lead. We're his just dive. we're just making this up. <laughs> we don't know. It's an estimated guess. It's an <laughs> hypothesis. Is, right. Yeah. No, but this is pretty. You know what? This you, is a you conjecture. Can, you can pretty much take that to the bank yeah. at this point. Yeah. It's so a, it's, a, it's a very very good hypothesis. <laughs> so later, I like Frank, the math term conjecture a little bit better. Oh, there you go. Yeah, this yeah. is conjecture. Well, not all of us are smart. <laughs> <laughs> You'll right. learn what it means one day, Seth. I will. Thank you. Maybe you'll teach me. <laughs> All right. So later, Frank Loving would leave his wife, Maddie, a two-year-old son, John, and a one-year-old daughter, Minty. After Dodge City, Loving moves on to another lawless town, Las Vegas, New Mexico, before finally making his way to Trinidad, Colorado in 1882. There, he would die in the same manner as Richardson in the Trinidad, Colorado shootout on April 16th of 1882. So almost exactly three years later, he gets shot down in a saloon. Maybe and, it's maybe he had survivor's guilt. Oh, he might have. Because, yeah, he le- well, he left his wife and kids and everything. Maybe he just thought he was a bad SOB. He was traveling around saying, you heard that I killed old Richardson. People didn't even know who Richardson was, and they were like, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I doubt it. <laughs> it's, it's actually really surprising to think how well documented events like this were back in those days, how often it happened, how well documented it was, and how famous these guys became of things like this. Blackwater. Just writing journals or, or writing logs of things of what they see. Well, you I, know, and like, they can compare I all think, these people writing things. It's, it's got to be what it is. I think what it was more than anything, to be honest with you, was um, people that lived out on the East Coast heard tales and loved the tales of the crazy wild west, right? That's why there was the traveling shows to the more established cities with your city folk and the wild west and how it can't be tamed and no one will tame it. And then the stories... Even though there was a lot of a lot of laws, apparently. Well, there were, there were right, there because of the Constitution, but there wasn't people enforcing any of like it. You go out to, like, Orleans over here. There's there's no cops going through there hey. except for county cops. Speaking county to the mic. County <laughs> cops aren't stationed there. I'm just saying, like you have, imagine how bad it was back then, where you've got, you know, six different cities. One marshal for an entire town. You got one marshal, you know. So well, yeah, but your marshal was like a city marshal, and your, you know, it, so no, it was. We got the town sheriff. Yeah, the ta- yeah the yeah the county sheriff, and then mm-hmm. you'd have your like town marshals. And then you'd have your U.S. Marshals, but they just did federal stuff. But anyways, any way you look at it, there wasn't a lot of guys that wanted 
to go into these towns. I mean, they were they were they that, were, they that were lobbers. federal stuff wasn't like wasn't really serious until the FBI and FBI wasn't until like like Hoover. Babyface J Edgar Nelson, Hoover yeah, and that Edgar was in the nineteen thirties. Babyface with the that that was automatic guns. That was yeah. the Tommy guns and all that. That's when FBI really started. Coming well, out. yeah, before that, was, that you didn't have you had it was US J. Edgar, Marshals, right? right? It was That's J Edgar it. Hoover and he formed yeah. the FBI to be a task yeah. force, and it was. That's actually a really interesting story. We should Harry, do that one I of these times. Yeah, I yeah. do too. So that's why, but you know, it's it's just John crazy. Dillinger, I mean, that, that right. Oh yeah. Now we've we've talked about needing to do the thirties, but yeah. so you guys I, are gonna go do the mob bosses next. The mob right. bosses would be a fun I mean, that's episode. That's a big part of it too. That's a big part of the FBI as well. The, right? well that's that's part of the FBI. That basically is what they needed because there was crime, yeah. organized crime all throughout. But okay, we're we're jumping way ahead. That's like fifty years from the, yeah. from this particular at least. time. Right. At least. So, but this is no. Well, it was 50 years because we're talking 1880. That was 1930-ish. So anyway, what I am talking about right now is, yeah, in these towns. And then all you'd have to do, this is the same way. I thought you said 1870. I'm going to guess that all you're going to say is all you'd have to do is leave the county. Not just the not the county. The state. You, the state. Yeah, you were the done. State. You're good. Like, right. So chase you past the state. Right. And if you and if you go back and listen to our Wyatt Earp episode, because yeah. he was convicted. Or he was charged with horse thievery, mm-hmm. and back in those days they'd You'd hang kill you. Yeah, yeah. somebody. Yeah, they'd hang you. That was you did not steal somebody's horse. Horse thieves were hung in the streets. Yeah. I mean, if you go back and watch the 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 show, eighteen eighty two, right with eighteen eighty three. Yeah, go watch that because I mean that's where you you, you see uh, yeah, Tim just, McGraw. Tim McGraw yeah. was just walking. That guy tried started to rob him. He stole his uh, wallet. And he chases him down, and he starts shooting him. And when people question him about they it, hung, they hung the one guy. He sheep grazed his yard. Or his right. I'm saying that when he got right away, the very opening beginnings of it, when the guy steals oh, yeah. his wallet, and then he shoots the guy and walks over there and starts smacking him around. And then when people are questioning him, he said, "Some bitch stole my wallet." So then they said, "You're a thief," and they grabbed him and they pulled him over and they hung his ass right then and there. So I mean, it's just. That's pretty accurate, though. That's what they did yeah. back in these days. They weren't See? messing around. They, See? A lot of laws. <laughs> right, there was laws, laws, but there wasn't that they many were, people to enforce were, it. The public enforced them, though. Right. And, then, and that, that's what made Wyatt Earp so... Wyatt Earp was one of the very few lawmen that, like... Was the same as these other guys. He was just as ruthless. And then he changed. Right, but he was just as ruthless as the guys that he was. So he he made him great. He in he he got paid per arrest. So when he the way that he cleaned up Dodge City, Kansas, was if you didn't abide by the rules, he would just come out of the blue and he would have his gun turned upside down. He'd hit you with the butt of the gun, knock you out, drag your ass down. They actually show that in the movie where he's like. Bang, bang. Great right. movie. Not as good as Tombstone. Oh, That's way better. Oh. No, the I, I, people we, have spoken. The people spoke, but I don't. I still, I still refuse to to agree with it. Tombstone is but, such a better movie. I mean, but I this is also where Batman. I've never seen it. Along. I've never seen it. That's insane, dude. I don't even understand what. We're I've doing. seen White Earp. I've seen it multiple okay, times. Well, I've now one of these days it. we need to watch Tombstone. And no. Tombstone. Okay. Tombstone is a good movie. But so anyway, so this is, this is the story. Um, of the shootout, um, he basically was not charged with the crime. And then I was going to talk a little bit about Bat Masterson because Bat Bat Masterson, I mean, he was a pretty bad dude. Also, That's why times. that Bang, is, it's the, it's the exact same time frame. Yeah. 
um, he was he was the guy that took over for Wyatt Earp when Wyatt Earp left Dodge City. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, he was he was the one that was gunned down. Um, and he was killed. Or it was either yeah, it was either him or it was his brother yeah, that was killed. Yeah, what's his they, I think it was maybe his brother. Um, I can't remember what his brother is. It's Masterson, and they said it all the time. All the time. And Wyatt Earp, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, So it was Bat Masterson because he was a buffalo hunter when he met Wyatt Earp. And then when Wyatt Earp was taming, he was becoming famous for all the standoffs. Wait, is that that the guy that Wyatt Earp meets at the beginning of the movie? Yes. Yep. And then he brings Bat Masterson and Bat Masterson's brother. And I actually think it's Bat Masterson's brother. I'm looking at it right now. Maybe so look, I remember the movie a little too good. Which is great. It's a fantastic movie. It's it's the best one of yeah, the best movies of all time. Better than Tombstone. You haven't seen that. Ed Masterson or James Masterson? Ed Masterson. Ed there, Masterson. I just yeah. found it. The yeah. killing of 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 his Masterson's brother. Ed Masterson. Yeah. So instead of pulling his own gun, a prudence would have dictated and stopping. So he, yeah. So, because he had a different way of dealing with them than Wyatt did, he tried to talk people yeah, out of like we do now, which, yeah. which is but, what but does a little bit that. more of argumenting, which is actually that. what made Wyatt Earp I leave or no, because it, he was gunned down before, and then they went and killed all the guys. Yeah, well, that was Wyatt Earp, and that was when Wyatt Earp's brothers got killed, and that was oh. all in Tombstone. That was- that wasn't in. God, yeah. Maybe you have seen it too. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that all happens in all the Wyatt Earp movies because that's I don't what. I remember a lot of the end of Wyatt Earp because I've only seen it once and I. Yeah, I think I. I need to watch it again. I was going to say. Nobody dude, knows yeah, who shot even, first. Can't even. No, they do not. They've they've tried to reenact that. But you know what? That's Tombstone. Um, and we, we talked about all that in the Wyatt Earp episode, but I, I love the whole Wyatt Earp thing. So, I love it, yeah. Yeah, but I that's that's when they. Right. I I have always been a big fan of it. I'll always be a big fan of it. Um, And we're dragging this thing out at this point. We're getting into a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. Great time. Um, Everybody, we need to really do one of the 30s. We've got. You and me have such a big love for history. Right. Especially when it comes to um, law. Yeah, but you don't have any knowledge of it, so. I, we can't. I think I can he's hang got, with Uncle Jamie on it. He's got some. I'm such a nerd about it. I think right, I he's got some, it. and then I think that th- th- that'd be fun. We need to we need to watch some documentaries, and we need to like do our homework, yeah. and we'll really come to our A game. Look we, uh, forward to in a couple of so weeks. So I guess U.S. history is the only class that Seth didn't fall asleep in. I had an A in history class in high school. I love history. A D in every other one. I think <laughs> history's yeah. <laughs> history is the one thing I can keep up with you on a little bit. Like you obviously know more than me about law and stuff, but I, I'm so interested in it that I, I'm eager to learn it from you. Oh, like what you know, I want to, I want to hear about it, and I want to talk about it, and I want to say my opinion on did, it. Did Did you forget the first and half of the like U.S. president crime? Yeah, no, I remember. I remember that too. Yeah, I'm t- you, you remember? Yeah, yeah. Remember when the I can't remember which president it was the misfire. When he pulled out two guns and the they both misfire. Yep. Oh, that was absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that was a, that was a, that's a crazy story. And he's one of our big presidents too. Was it like, Jefferson? No, he no, was like the fifth. Uh, not Roosevelt. Um, it was the crazy guy. I, I think like Andrew. 
Andrew Jackson. Jackson. Oh, Andrew Jackson. Jackson yeah. Yes. I got it. You got it. He even yeah, it beat a dude with a cane. I remember That's that guy. Right. Yeah, I Andrew remember Jackson. that oh, guy. Yeah. yeah, he got into all kinds of crazy yes. stuff. Yes. That's very interesting. Yeah. No, that really is. Go check out our everybody probably thinks that we got all political on that one. We did not. We had yeah. a lot. We told hey. a lot of fun stories, man, and that's one of the stories. If you want to hear that one, yeah. go check out um, U.S. presidents. I'm so glad that I remembered that. I was like Alan yeah, Jackson. I was like yeah. Alan Jackson. Is his name? Uh, <laughs> Alan great, Jackson. Great, great musician, that so was. Do you guys? Idols and idols here. <laughs> do you yeah. guys remember when he was shooting at that other guy down by the Chattahoochee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "What's his name, Alan?" And I was like, "Wait a minute." No, way. it was like and nope. and Andrew. Nope. I think that was when I was learning to drive. I can't remember. Yeah, all great, great Alan Jackson references. All right, <laughs> that I don't understand. So, <laughs> so all anyway, right. so yeah, go check us out. All of our social media. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, everything's at Crack and Crime Patreon at Crack and Crime. Leave us five. Become stars. a patron. Let's do it. Absolutely. Go yeah. give us five stars. Yeah, that's much money. That's right. It's not that much money, and we need it more than you do. No, but we absolutely, yeah. If you if you want to help support us, that's a great way to do it. We appreciate it. Um, every otherwise, everything's at Crack and Crime. All the social medias. Um, and remember, thanks give again, us, Mr. Uh, Sexy Mexi. So. <laughs> Everybody, give us five stars. We're worth it. You know we are. Leave us a comment, even if the comment is just "you guys are great." Um, help our help our egos a little bit. Or we it's could, great. or we could take some bad reviews. We could knock it off. We don't promote bad reviews on this podcast. Oh, well, no. they could give us bad feedback. You could use now, some bad if you, feedback. If you want to give us four no. stars, you no, we don't. No, we, we don't, don't even that. like constructive criticism. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to give us something, reach out to us on our social media. That's where you would do that, not on the actual deal. Otherwise, on the podcast, give us five stars, leave us a good comment, or leave us, you know, just how great we are. Those types of things. So, thank you. Just write down we could be funnier, and that's it. All right. Till no. next time, amigos. <laughs> <laughs> amigos gift cards. We're still giving that away. Blah. <laughs> yeah, if you. What about that Taco, Taco Bell, Bell gift card? It's already gone. That's already been you given away. It? No, no, not yet. Uh, but I got it for it's you, happening. Mr. Matson. You know, you know, I'm good for it. Yeah, I got yeah, this yeah. thing. It's sitting right here. We're gonna do another gift away, uh, giveaway. Well, are we, we're right. gonna add to so, it. Like, we'll sign up November. You might yes, get it. say we're gonna add a another one. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna do thanks. something to make us more have more publicity. Publicity. Yeah. Did you say Big Lebowski? I know this is all. <laughs> he's he's just he's talking. His little brain can't keep he's up. Tuckered he's tuckered out. Poor little guy. Publicity. Right. <laughs> no, I still, Big Lebowski. I still said it wrong. <laughs> Coming around the We're all. Cu- we better oh, cut all goodness. this out at this point. No, we're not cutting any of this out. This is you messing up. I'm leaving it in. Um, oh, oh, Seth's the only one that can mess up. And yeah, we Seth, can cut Seth all messes that up, out. and I'm like, oh. My voice isn't as deep as yours. They know who you are. <laughs> they better. All right. Thank oh, you, guys. We definitely appreciate it. Um, within the next couple of weeks, um, the goal is to get Larson back over here. We are going to have... Uh, I won't be able to mimic my voice though. We've got so, good ideas now. We got so it won't sound as good without me. So that's. Well, I didn't. Let's hope you guys can make up that you for that. Be here, I've got four mics. We'll we see what argument, we got going on. We got the argument with Matt about the McGraws and the Segueras, and we got a. No, that's. I think we're onto something with the with with 
with the building of the FBI or just any history with law whatsoever. I right. Think well, we'll, we'll talk that. about all of that during the... Yeah, that, that'll that be... We'll do mob bosses or something. I think we should take our time, though. I think we should look at all of it because I, right. I bet if well, we we've look got, back at it, we can find 10 different episodes. Wait, and well, remember to watch Scarface. No. I love Scarface. I, I don't care for that I movie. don't... I don't... It's not accurate, though. I think, but there are probably we could probably find right. an episode or two in the history of it. Uh, what's of the when, guy from Home when, Alone? What's the guy from Home Alone? Of when uh, Castro the dumped, mob boss guy that was in a lot of the mob boss movies. I'm just saying, I I, I think Pesci. there is something. There might be an episode there Pesci. when Castro did Pesci. dump all of his criminals over here. I think there is something we can find about that. that might oh be yeah, are you kidding me? I bet oh. we can find a whole at least an episode out of Dude, that. We could we could do There's so, so much, much stuff, stuff about the '30s. I'm so big um, on history, and, and I think you are too. I think we can right. find. A lot no, I think that'd be a lot of fun. So look forward to all of this stuff coming out. Um, and then this this will all be in our future here. It's going to be great. So yeah, tune in. Uh, we're going to be putting things out. We're also going to try to put some new stuff out on our Patreon. Yep. Um, and then our Apple subscriptions will be very I'm similar down. to our Patreons. Check that out as well. So, all right, all right. Jacob has time. been obsessed with the all rights tonight. So, all right, thank you guys. We definitely appreciate it. You guys have a great night. Peace out. I think we're on something with